If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 432 for February 25th, 2020, coming up this week. Uh, some news we've been waiting to hear all about the teraflops. 12 of them <laughs> with the Xbox Series X and some other technical details revealed, plus a couple of other little things. But guess what? You want to talk teraflops, so we're going to do it. Stay tuned right here on Podcast Unlocked. Bam. Now's good. <laughs> bam. I'll say bam. Yeah, I'll say bam. So we're, say actually, bam. we're actually not <laughs> muted whenever we. Yeah. We should be. It doesn't Mike. make much sense. Yeah. Mike, we're That's rolling. Uh, Ryan fun. McCaffrey, good to be back with you. I was on the road last week and bedridden with the flu before Very that. Sick. Uh, it's, it's been a weird go the last couple weeks. I feel like it's been a month since it, I've seen you. It does feel like that. Happy to be back in action. Brandon Tyrell. Hi. I was going to do it because Justin's gone, but you're going to fill in. Miranda Sanchez. Hello, I'm also back this week. And uh, in, a, in a foreign exchange from our, our UK <laughs> class, yep. uh, Simon Cardi, good to see you. Bam, I'll say it again. There we you go. Know what? It's, can you ever say bam too many times? That's, bam, bam. No. I've always said that. It's a good word. <laughs> yeah. you, you said it before Destin said it. I Let's did. be honest. Destin <laughs> yeah. stole it from you. He did. Uh, yeah, I'm not happy about that, but right. I'll let him off. <laughs> yeah, you got well, a trademark, man. It, gotta, is, it is great to see you. We only get to see you once or twice a year. Exactly. So. This is fun. It's good to be here. Uh, you pick Green's it. my favorite color, so... Works out I'm great. Uh, yes, welcome to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox show. And yes, it is a, a busy week, lots of Xbox to talk. Just a quick reminder, we're finishing up our Doom Eternal IGN First coverage. Tons of great stuff there. So I would go to YouTube and search Doom Eternal IGN First, and that'll give you the, the list of everything in case you've missed anything. Can I just interject real quick? Yeah. Ryan put up a video preview for Doom Eternal. The final preview, it is hands down, and I don't, I'm not blowing smoke, it is hands down one of the best video previews I've ever seen. You're very kind. Ever that seen. Was cut, uh, that was Jordan Parkhurst on the, on the cut, I it believe. It is an incredible one. cut. Uh, your script was great. It spoke to me directly because I'm it's, the same age group right. as you. And we had a lot of references to things our age. Um, but the cut itself is fantastic as well. State of the end. There's such an awesome bit at the end. 
Yes, I've seen a few comments about about the end sequence. <laughs> so that, good, so. so so good. That game just yeah, it just makes me happy. Every everything I've played of it <laughs> makes me very happy. Only like you might need to talk to someone about that. Less than a month to go. <laughs> yeah, we're under a month to go yeah. till Doom Eternal. I can't so. wait. I've yeah. been waiting a long time for that game. I've yes. still not played a second of it, so it's going to be fresh. Okay. Yeah. Did I'm you play 2016? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's obviously incredible. But the thing about Doom 2016 to me, it was I loved it, but it was a, I found it a little samey. Mm-hmm. And the environment's a little samey at times, but this one just looks like they've just gone mad with everything, and it just it's a good yeah. way to put it. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have gone all out, and I haven't even seen like the last. Two thirds of the game, I've only seen. <laughs> You've only it's seen just, the first third it's just of the what game. I, what I've seen is really <laughs> good, and it's like, yeah. I mean, 2016 kind of kept going, yeah. as it went on. So, mm-hmm. we'll see how up. this one, this one pans out. Uh, and then, real quick, if you are going to Disneyland, I'm going to echo what Miranda said. The the hassle to try and get on Rise of the Resistance worth it. How many times do you guys get to go? Three. <gasps> nice. You yeah. Me. Don't you have to like sign up by 7 a.m. or something? 8 a.m. So 8 a.m. It's by park opening. So you have to be in the park when the park opens and as immediately is like literally the minute changes. You have to get in the app and sign up for yeah. a boarding group. Oh, there's an app. It's not a line. Yeah. You, okay. there is you also join it through a virtual. Well, but you don't want to do that. You no. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a vir- the virtual thing on the app. Yeah. It's so insane. There are there are people literally you'll, you'll be like waiting to do it try, and you'll just hear Woo! <laughs> hear people audibly get it's like well it's like is a, it really worth this like a black yeah. friday situation and then i, and then I <laughs> went on the ride i was like oh yeah it was just, actually worth all that just picture yeah. you walking around slapping iphones out of children's <laughs> hands <laughs> you stop be a lot worse you just heard group. people booing <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh let's talk xbox series x how about we talk about that right now? Shall we? Talk yeah. Terra. Let's talk yes. those, those flippy Talk flops. turkey. Talk Terra Many turkey. flops. We're, we're oh, past Giga. We're, we're not Mega, not Giga. Terra flops. Terra. Wow. 12 of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, by now, a lot of you may have seen the Xbox Wire post by Phil Spencer going into some detail on the technical side of the Xbox Series X, which, of course... This is this is what we live for. Like every in this case, it's it's been seven years mm-hmm. since we've gotten to foam over the at the mouth over new tech specs. I mean, I guess we had the the Xbox One X, but let's be honest, that's a mid generation upgrade. This is a whole new uh, ball of wax. Twelve teraflops. For comparison, we've gone over this before, but it's always good to add the context. The Xbox One X, the current most powerful console. Six teraflops, so this is this mm-hmm. is double the overall theoretical computing capacity of a of an X. You go back to the original Xbox One; it's about one point eight four. So it's uh, man. If you're still running with an original <laughs> Xbox One, you're gonna have a great time upgrading. It's yeah. Cr- it's crazy to me that the Xbox One is still a current gen console. Yeah. Because I think yeah. about it as a last gen console. That's the step up oh, for right. the One X. I mean, it's almost like. It's almost like upgrading your iPhone every year or your smartphone every year or two years or three years. Like the longer you go, mm-hmm. the more awesome the upgrade seems when you finally do it. It's definitely going to be big for me because I have the 1S, so I don't have the 1X, so I haven't got that jump yet. So yeah, yeah this Xbox jump is going to be massive for me. So have you got yeah. a 4K TV yet? I do. Okay, so you're ready in that I'm ready part. for that, yep. Yes. So I'm all set to fill all the flops. <laughs> fill them all. Yeah. I'm still Phil P H I L Phil all the flops with <laughs> Phil Spencer with Doom Eternal yeah Rip and Terraflop oh. Oh. 
there we go. They should steal that for when they uh, when for they the, inevitably upgrade the Xbox packaging. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's really good. So yeah, twelve teraflops. Now, of course, we don't know PS five yet. Sony's quiet for now. The previous rumor <clears throat> that we talked about on this podcast that that had said twelve teraflops for the Series X, which proved to be correct. Said 9.2 mm-hmm. for the PS5. So whether that proves to be correct on the PS5 side remains to be seen. But if it does, then we are looking at a, a substantial power difference between these two consoles. I mean, the PS4 was more powerful than the original Xbox One, but the relative gap was not nearly as much as right. as mm-hmm. 12 versus 9.2 would be. You're talking almost 33%. At that point, if it comes to fruition. Yeah. So that's a good um, point. Microsoft not. This is what I like about this. We talked about this, I think, when we first got back from the new year, the holiday break, that this is finally the chance for Microsoft to go on offense. Mm-hmm. They've spent most of the last seven years back on their heels on defense, reacting to things rather than proactively doing yeah, we've, we've slowly seen that like edging towards like oh backwards compatibility yeah, they've, they've been turning the ship yeah like we're getting all these very consum- pro-consumer things slowly kind of crawling toward it and now they're ready to just like launch forward and pounce yeah and and the new studio the acquisitions yeah uh right. You got any good? You brought any good uh, like playground games? Fable I don't know with you anything. I can make something up, but sure, yeah, let's involved. do that. Do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that right now. <laughs> What's rare doing? Oh, lots of good stuff. Yeah, more more pirates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The seven C uh, of thieves. But yeah, so where I where I wanted to kind of go to the the panel here is with the the confirmation of twelve teraflops, and we're going to talk about more of the specs here in a second. But I want to start with that big number that everybody because really teraflop is the new is the new bit yeah mm-hmm. bit sixteen bit thirty two bit sixty four bit like teraflop is the modern the new standard unit of measurement yes. when it comes to consoles. Also, if you were like me and did not know what a teraflop meant, like you you understand what it is, but not really like how yeah. it actually plays into power. Mm-hmm. Um, our tech editor Bo actually has a really great explainer on it. So yeah, we should we should have Bo on. I think that yeah. would be oh, it, it's inevitable. I can leave if you want. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, see if he's available first. Yeah, <laughs> Cardi, don't go anywhere. Um, so yeah, the twelve teraflop machine. That would only seem to reinforce, or at least make more palatable, the idea that this is this could very well be a six hundred dollar console, as we've yeah. as we've been kind of bracing for. But but not say it won't won't be worth it. But yeah, this don't... this is going to be a beast of a machine. Mm-hmm. It's an upgrade, right? And so we got the Xbox One X for five hundred. It, it would be kind of strange to me to see this come in at also five hundred. Mm. It'd be nice. It would. But be I nice. don't really expect it to come in at five hundred, and I don't really mind paying more for a more powerful machine. Yeah. Considering like everything else that I pay for, that is also very expensive, and I know the quality I get out of that. Mm. So. Absolutely, and and you know we've covered this before, but the the what we're calling the Series S, the Lockhart, the lower price discless disk driveless box uh that should allow the series x to kind of get away with being six hundred dollars because it will almost certainly undercut wherever the ps5 comes in and i think a lot of people are mm-hmm. more or less expecting 500 for the ps5 when nobody knows um there's all sorts of 
there's trade war stuff with China. There's coronavirus. There's there's sort of a lot of weird global factors yeah. that that could play into things as well. But you know, I wonder if we're going to be looking at four, five, six Lockhart PS5 Series X or four fifty five six or four fifty five five fifty. It's mm-hmm. but it it does seem like that's what the neighborhood we're being yeah. set up for. Um, I keep thinking I wouldn't be surprised if the Series S is as low as like two hundred or two fifty. They just do something it's really low to just get loads of people in. Yeah. Similar to the all digital one. I wouldn't be surprised if it is an all digital console. Well it uh, is. That yeah. oh, is that's that that's sort of the, not well the, we the unconfirmed Unconf- unconfirmed. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no disk drive there. And yeah, I mean I would agree with you except we know the Xbox One X is not going anywhere quite any time. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yep. So that's certainly going to go down in price, mm-hmm. but there's probably won't get down quite that far. Oh, we'll see. I, would, I hope you're right. <laughs> Believe me. I wonder. I mean, clearly we don't have technical specs for the S or the Lockhart yet. Yeah. But I wonder how it's going to stack up to the One X. So I wonder what's going to be the entry level, you know, uh, console for the Xbox ecosystem. You're, that's a great point because. We know the X, the, the One X is a six teraflop machine, mm-hmm. and the half Series as powerful X as the Series X is a twelve teraflop machine. If PS Five is, I mean, I would imagine the nine point two is probably going to be the low end, right? Like that may prove accurate. That same rumor slash leak, whatever it was, but maybe the PS Five ends up being more. But so yeah, wh- where would Lockhart fit in for a, a lower price box? I mean, I don't know. I think it kind of depends on like the, what other trade-offs they have. Yeah. Like the power is one part of it, sure, but there's also storage. There's also right. um, graphical capability because we are also speculating it's not going to be 4K. Um, so that True. could be a thing. Yeah. I don't know exactly how it all ties in together. I'm not a tech person. <laughs> I went to school for journalism, not for math or science. Uh, I did take some nice science classes, but they were not ready for, for this. <laughs> yeah. You are not I can prepared. tell you how to find your collectibles in a game, but I'm not going to well, tell you how all the tech works together. That, but there's a lot of different factors here that we may not necessarily be able to account for that could drive the price down, but still make mm-hmm. it an, like an upgrade, yes. but not a significant enough to be you know, the Series X. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think anyone expects you to know or any anyone to know. We just don't have tech specs on, yeah, we also, on the yeah, Series we're S yet. We're like speculating here. We have no idea. Um, but that's the fun part, right? Yeah, we're in that fun sure. window before mm. Microsoft shows all their cards where we get to speculate and... So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put my my uh, try to pin the tail on the donkey here. You you going four five six? No, uh, wait four five six what? For price. series PS five series S PS five series X, as far as price goes. Oh, probably yeah, but um, yeah, I, I think that does make the most sense mm-hmm. four five six. But I think power wise, if the PS five is about nine two, and the the one X is six. I think this, this the Lockhart will probably come in maybe seven and a half would be would be my, about a, that would be terrifying. the interesting part if it was near nine or as powerful as the base PS5 or, or just and they undercut it by fifty then yeah. that's yeah a difficult place. I, I, I definitely don't think it will be as powerful as the PS5 is, <laughs> uh, but I I do think it'll it, it has to be enough of a of a jump from the one x to make it so i think that kind of narrows the window of where of where lockhart could fall so i think seven seven maybe even eight on the high Mm -hmm. side i'd hope for at least eight yeah eight flippy flops yeah and the other thing to to think about is you know you throw around the the term teraflops because that's sort of 
the marketing term that we're using and now. measure for power that's looking at at least. Yeah, but that but the thing to consider is that it is also just graphical power, right? Yep. So like you also have the CPU, you know, you have the processing power to factor into that. Um, there's a lot of other elements in the console that are going to drive up the price. Coming, coming back to storage, right? The hard drive, we have we had had this conversation previously about yes. how big do we think it's going to be. SSDs are not cheap, so you know that's going to factor into it as well. But there's a lot more to it than just graphical power. Um, so I'm curious to see where the Series S is leveraged in areas outside of that. It's a great point. You know? This week's Podcast Unlocked is brought to you by NordVPN. Hey, if you're watching a lot of sports like me and you hate blackouts, NordVPN is a great way to go. You can use NordVPN, a virtual private network, to watch live sporting events, TV shows, films that aren't available in your region by switching your virtual location to a country that is showing that event. No more blackouts. It's also good for plenty of other stuff like protecting your private data, your bank details, your passwords, your online identity. You can protect your data while you're traveling and using public Wi-Fi. NordVPN protects you wherever you are in the world. NordVPN threat protection also protects you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. NordVPN is also the fastest VPN in the world. No buffering or lagging while you're streaming, and it will stop your ISP bandwidth throttling. NordVPN is the price of a cup of coffee a month, so that is a super affordable, great way to go. To get the best discount off of your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash Unlocked without the E. That's N O R D V P N dot com slash U N L O C K D, and that'll give you four extra months on the two year plan. And best of all, there's no risk with Nord's 30 day money back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash unlocked without the E. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I'm also, I'm slightly out of the loop on this, so I apologize. Is it also confirmed that both Xboxes will launch on release date? No, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. Uh, Microsoft has not said a peep about mm -hmm. the other. The Lockhart is purely... We know it exists. Yeah, it's the yeah. It's the, it's the worst kept secret. Mm -hmm. But Microsoft hasn't acknowledged it yet because, just like we've talked about, you know, they it's going to be interesting to see how they message it and how mm -hmm. they sort of position mm -hmm. it as. I totally agree. An upgrade, you know, upgrade over the One X, but how it fits, you know, in the new, sort of new console yeah. family of things. I wouldn't be surprised to see them launch with the Series X on release date. See how well the PS5 is doing as a lower powered machine. 
and then see how they can then package the Lockhart yeah. as a lower power. Whether machine, it's a, how much they need to undercut that PS5 by. Yeah, whether it's a situation of, hey, you haven't converted to current-gen consoles yet, um, you could buy a Series X for 600 or a PS5 for 500 but you know, starting next month, we're going to release the Series S, which is a $400 machine mm-hmm. or a 450 machine um, to try to uh, really leverage price as a reason to convert because the longer you go into a generation, the more I think price is the barrier to entry for people. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like if you wait a year, it's because you don't want to spend $500 on a machine. It's not because you don't care about your graphics, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My hope is that they actually launch them both on the same day. I think going kind of the iPhone route or any other big smartphone route, just like, hey, we have these two different models. Pick the one that best fits what you need and what you can meet and what you want. Mm. Um, I think there are a lot of people who, like myself, have not quite gotten a 4K TV just because they haven't really done the research or like figured it out how it fits budget-wise. Um, so maybe if the S doesn't do 4K and you don't need that, then maybe that's something you just wait for a while if that's not like the biggest priority for you if you just want to play these games on a new machine. Granted, also, these games uh, or the first-party games are going to be on all systems and then mm-hmm. will also be on pc so i think by having these two systems come out at the same time you'll catch more people who are interested in upgrading but don't necessarily need the biggest jump it's like well i could upgrade but i can still play these games on my older consoles yeah. like what do we do here so i think that kind of toss up there and giving consumers more options is probably the better play yeah i think there's a case to be made for for both for, for both sure. ways for i'm, I'm leaning t- towards the same way you are miranda yeah, that i am too the, because everything Microsoft, every everything they've done over the last few years has been consumer choice, 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 Absolutely. and that's great. And so I think it's more likely that they will present Lockhart or Series S, whatever it is, as both on the same day. Pick which one works for you. Uh, that will because that will also uh, help dull the the potential, you know meme worthiness of 599 us dollars which ps3 suffered through uh, versus keeping it uh, an open secret but not actually acknowledging it until until after launch but at the same point you could make the case that go forth with one super powerful xbox that says we're not kidding around we're more powerful than the competition you know and and inevitably over the course of the generation will introduce mm-hmm. other options so there is a you could make the case either way, but I I would put my money on on it them both being there this fall. Yeah, I mean I would also assume that's what they'll do, but I just thought it'd be an interesting experiment to see. Yeah, how it allows them a bit more room on price, I think, to see how well that PS Five is doing. Yeah, right. But, yeah, that's totally fair. So uh, that is, I guess the 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 its price. Lockhart and exact release date. Those are sort of the three big questions. And then, I mean, there's launch lineup, but on the hardware side, right? Uh, th- those are the three kind of remaining big questions because we did get some other technical details, which I'll go through a bit now. So the new custom processor, uh, AMD, of course, once again, based on the Zen 2 chipset with RDNA 2 architecture. So the first of their fun new features is variable rate shading. Now, this... You know, this actually sounds like it's a really cool efficiency technique that Microsoft is leveraging. Mm-hmm. Again, whether Sony has something similar or what re- remains to be seen. But for Xbox gaming, this is going to be great. So listen to this. Rather than spending GPU cycles uniformly to every single pixel on the screen, 
They can prioritize individual effects on specific game characters or important environmental objects. This technique results in more stable frame rates and higher resolution with no impact on final image quality. So effectively laser targeting where you want to focus your resources in a given frame. Yeah. Yeah, So that that barrel in the background doesn't need super definition. Like Mm -hmm. it could, but do you really need it? Exactly. Uh, Then we have hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing. Now we've heard about ray tracing before uh, with, with series X, but this is a thing like I've, I've seen videos of this. I haven't actually, I think maybe Destin has a capable. I haven't even seen this. It's yeah, but really the, nice. Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Have you? Which game have Control. you? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. At Talk e3. about it for a second because it, it, looks... it is. It's the lighting, right? Yes. It's a yeah. big lighting. It's the technique. lighting, and it's actually really surprising how much of a difference it does make. Mm-hmm. And I think if you have that lighting, it just looks so much more evocative and like what you're doing, and sets the environmental tone a little bit better. Um, just like switching it on and off, I was actually very surprised by how much of an impact it did make mm. uh so i'm super excited about and, that and it's not cheap in the performance no. department Absolutely so the not. fact that this console ex- supports it at a hardware level is going to be huge for it's this crazy. generation <laughs> of games mm. just huge yeah i've so i had seen uh somebody i don't know if it was nvidia or somebody had made uh, a ray tracing update for Quake 2, mm. a video game from 1997. Mm. But what that does, what that, look, Google it on, or look it up on YouTube because it's really interesting. It just, it gives this insane, stunning lighting to this, what is now very old, you know, otherwise not particularly attractive game. And it's just like, it, it's, it's, Kind of jaw-dropping. Mm. It really is an impressive I technique. I thought so. the same thing. Have you seen the Minecraft demo? Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. the one I've seen. It looks like a completely different game. Yeah. yeah. It makes Minecraft look like it is the most well, up-to-date, but... unreal game that you have seen so far. <laughs> so it's like if you're, if you're deciding where you want to play Halo Infinite, you know, maybe you've got a badass PC. Mm-hmm. Great. Enjoy it there. It's going to be the first Halo game to release day and date on PC alongside the console. But it's it does present a, a compelling... Halo could present a very compelling upgrade path on day one for Series X versus, well, do I want to wait till this thing gets a little cheaper? But if Infinite on Series X has the super slick loading times from the, the SSD drive, plus ray tracing... Uh, just even those two things a lot plus uh, for running in 4k 60 uh, presumably that that alone could make the obvious choice for like if you you got to get the new console yeah. to I'm fully just maximize thinking that. about how the next forts are all look because i think oh. they're already maybe the most beautiful games i've seen <laughs> the horizon games especially yes and yeah that with that tech it might look like real life i might get lost yeah yeah just do Britain again, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, they always release a racing game. Mm. It's always good to show off the new tech. Of, yeah, yeah, exactly, because it's really nice to see a car with a shiny mm. coat It's always that and a basketball game for me, because the way the court shines. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you probably won't get uh, a British set Horizon 5 after no. they just did it. There's lots more of the UK to look at, though. They could. You know. But uh, the good news is... There is uh, a thing called smart delivery, which is probably the other big feature, which is you're buying a game one time, 
knowing that, and, and it's just going to be on, it's going to optimize for whatever box you're on, mm-hmm. which basically, it's exactly like a PC. So if you download any modern PC game and you're playing it on a low, you know, and you just log into your Steam account on your, your grandma's crappy home PC and then mm-hmm. your personal, like, super ray tracing RTX card beast at home, it's going to scale accordingly. So that's, that is now coming to Xbox mm-hmm. with smart delivery. So uh, It's so exciting to see consoles essentially get closer and closer to being like super PCs that are very cheap. Um, because PCs are, we, we've talked about this before, and like I love my PC, but it's really hard to manage if you're not really in that ecosystem, mm-hmm. if you don't take the time to learn the tech, as I've explained that I don't know. But <laughs> it's like very fun, but it, it has a lot of its own problems. And like having these abilities like ray tracing and smart delivery and like this very intuitive way to play these games at a very high level and just like having that graphical standard and like that speed is just so nice. It's so, so nice to see that happen. Just make it easy and fun and obviously on Xbox because we all want to use those controllers. Yes. So I think there's just like so much here that is very exciting. Yeah, we're making we're making the commitment to use smart delivery on all our exclusive Xbox Game Studios titles, including Halo Infinite, ensuring you only have to purchase a title once in order to play the best available version for whichever Xbox console you choose to play on. This technology is available for all developers and publishers, and they can choose to use it for titles that will be released on Xbox One first and come to the Series X later, such as Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, CD Projekt Red tweeting, quote, Gamers should never be forced to purchase the same game twice or pay for upgrades. Owners of Cyberpunk 2077 for Xbox One will receive the, C- the Xbox Series X upgrade for free when available. Yay. Now, they do say it, the when available, mm. they don't necessarily, you could interpret that as launch day of the console, since it'll come after Cyberpunk's launch day. Or it, I don't know if that means when the update is available. So, so Cyberpunk, <laughs> won't the be, so is, Cyberpunk won't be available on next-gen consoles at launch. Mm. So when available, I guess is their, their way of saying when that is available on next-gen consoles. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah, yeah. in my mind, I've always kind of had a uh, Grand Theft Auto V Game of the Year edition. That's what I had in my head, and then they'll launch with the online at some point, Ex- whatever that is. Exactly, so six months, eight months, a year after launch, mm-hmm. they release the Game of the Year PC update with yeah. online functionality and... Actually, online, wasn't there a new story recently that said it might be... A, it might be like two or three years. Yeah, maybe. several years. Yeah, it's yeah. quite a ways away. But, you know, the Game of the Year PC update alongside the mm. next-gen console update. I hope it is quite a while away because I don't want that dilemma in my head of I could wait two months to play it on next-gen right. because I want to play that game mm. today if I can. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, I don't think I could hold well, on. You've got that You got that 4K TV, Simon. You just yeah. Gotta, just got to smuggle an Xbox <laughs> One X home yeah, I'll just, from the no office. Yeah, through customs. No one will know. <laughs> I just take it. I'll just carry it in a bag back and forth every day. No one will know. Yeah. No one yeah. will know. My back uh, might hurt. But, but also... It is eight pounds. Uh, helping you fulfill your dream of, of even more beautiful British countryside <laughs> and racing games is, of course, backwards compatibility. So... Uh, we've this is kind of known, but just Phil reconfirming it and reaffirming it in this blog. He says existing Xbox One games, including backward compatible 360 and original Xbox games, look and play better than ever before. Your favorite games, including titles in Game Pass, benefit from steadier frame rates, faster load times, and improved resolution and visual fidelity, all with no developer work required. 
your Xbox One gaming accessories also come forward with you. So uh, if you load up Forza Horizon 4 on the Series yeah. X, it's going to look and <clears throat> run and be better somehow yeah. because it's already in a stunning game. Yeah. I can't wait to play Fusion Frenzy on my Series X. I was just yeah. wondering about that. Like, What happens if you're running a 720 game on a 4K system? We'll see. You, you look and play better than ever, I guess. <laughs> Every pixel. You're going to be the first one to try Fusion yeah. Frenzy, aren't you? Probably. Every yeah. pixel is like, oh, going to be a quarter inch. <laughs> How does this 20 year old game look on my new $600 console? <laughs> Let's find out. That's the killer app. But um, the great news is, is you can do it if you want to. You can <laughs> so. do it. You do, Jake, but I think the first game I will load up is Forza Horizon 4, just yeah. to see Why not? how good it looks. Yeah. And, do it. Yeah. And once again, if you didn't realize, I am British. You are. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so also, of course, the SSD storage drive we talked about. Mm. And on, on that note, Quick Resume lets you jump back into multiple games from a suspended state. Now you can do, you can do it with one. So you've got one game, mm-hmm. and you're going to just pop right back into it. But if you go do like more than one other thing, you kind of have to reload it when you come back. But So yeah, multiple suspend states for Quick Resume, so that'll be good. And then uh, they, Microsoft taking a lot of steps to reduce latency throughout the controller to system to TV process. Uh, they're supporting HDMI 2.1. They're supporting up to 120 frames per second. So it would not surprise me if we see some developer uh, at some point offer a, a toggle option for, hey, if you've got a, a monitor that supports 120 hertz, Go for it. At some point, we're gonna yeah. have that processing overhead, uh, and that, and then of course Game Pass. Game Pass is we all hey. assume it's be right there, mm-hmm. infinite going day one right into Game Pass. So uh, this is all just so far so good for Microsoft. They're saying all the right things. They're saying good things. Uh, mm. They're saying them clearly. Oh, and, I know, I know. that's my yeah. favorite part and all before sony have said anything exactly the and, way yeah sorry go ahead no i was just say to me that that exact thing it strikes of confidence which <laughs> i've been wanting to see confident microsoft remember confident microsoft from the 360 years <laughs> how much fun that was when you mean were, the company that revealed a console with the rock <laughs> going all the way and elijah wood yeah. <laughs> yeah i remember but it's you know the we haven't had confident microphones. I know, I know, I know. And and I, I, to sort of take one, in this same vein, to take one step back to what you were saying previously, where they were on the defensive for five years, right? I will say I'm very, very proud of them in the to the fact that they did not spend five years just licking wounds, right? It was, from a hardware perspective, creating hardware and deploying hardware is a long, expensive process. You can't just oh, be yeah. like, oh, we got beat, we got to turn it around, um, they eventually released the mid-generational One X, and I think that that you know patched a lot of those wounds. But the time they spent in those five years was spent on infrastructure and economy and creating systems and also making accessibility. Accessibility, yeah, absolutely. Part of like their mission going forward, which absolutely. is really awesome. The to adaptive see. controller, yeah. Yep. And then there's so many in like in-system features. Not to like derail this a little bit, but no, no, like no. another big part that we don't talk enough about, which is like such a huge thing for everyone of every ability to be able to play these games mm-hmm. that we all love very much. Yeah, so you, they spend all that time making all of these initiatives, and now it's finally come around where they have this awesome infrastructure to support 
a better look at hardware for the next generation. You're so right because it's and and you know it is a big team effort. There's hundreds, if not thousands, of people working at at yeah. Microsoft and at Xbox Game Studios. But I mean, you, you, Phil Spencer deserves a lot of credit because like that dude inherited a, a disaster of a situation. Like Matrick took the Titanic and just just pointed it straight at, straight at the iceberg. He did. You, you, yeah, you're not wrong. The whole thing up. No, no. I'm just saying that analogy. You've never heard that if the Titanic hit the iceberg straight on, it probably would have survived. It's because it tried to turn and cut well, the side of its hole. He, what? How about he ran it aground? <laughs> there you go. Well, go that doesn't that. make any sense. And lit it on yeah. fire. And uh, and Phil Spencer's Kate Winslet survived the disaster. <laughs> yeah. and has gone on Whatever to live to a hundred and eight. Let go. <laughs> you could say. But yeah, I mean, it's. it's History. We, we're, we're far enough removed in history now where yeah. it's very obvious that Matrix leadership was not I good. We're talking for about the Titanic. I thought far enough in history. What you're talking about? <laughs> 1912 it's been was a while ago years. <laughs> since we started this topic. Uh, you're you're 100 percent right, and I think uh, you know a lot of credit goes to the Xbox team and the leadership at Microsoft for actually saying, "Hey, you got to put your trust in a new." Uh, sort of a new class of executive to pull Xbox out of mm-hmm. where we are now. Yeah. Yep. I mean, as much as much respect as Phil has always had from the Xbox community, and he's he's earned that respect. This is Phil's first new generation console that's his, where the, mm-hmm. where the buck stops with him, and for better or for worse, it's on his watch. Mm. Uh, and the like everything we've seen from these initiatives over the last few years building towards this and now this this week's announcement of these technical details like so far Phil is not fucking around like he is clearly Whoa. On it. Wow, we got an F bomb. A rare F bomb. Oh. Mr. Mr. McCaffrey would have popped off earlier. He's not. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone with Bam. <laughs> I mean, it, me I, would, I would really encourage. Seriously, I would encourage uh, any yeah, know. Xbox fans. If you haven't read Robbie Bach's book, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. the name of it escapes me now, but if you um, search for Robbie Bach Xbox 360 book. Isn't it the history? Some, of, might, maybe one of you can look it up. The history of the future way. or something like that? But, uh, Robbie Xbox. Uh, but, you know, Robbie Bach was the head of Xbox from in the original Xbox and then into 360 before Peter Moore came in. Or I guess he was Peter's boss, so he was still there. Anyway, um, but it, it's a, the book... The first you only re- need to read the first half of it because the second half is about sort of Robbie's life after Xbox. You like, but um, the title, please. Xbox Revisited: A Thank Game you. Plan for Corporate and Civic Renewal. Yes, the second part of the book is Damn. about the civic it's renewal part, and it's interesting if you. you know, but the but the first half that's about how that they were thinking from an executive yeah. level about the original Xbox and particularly the transition into 360 from you know the the, the first machine was they knew they were losing a ton of money per box but they were doing it on purpose to get the foothold yeah you buy your market share it's it's really illuminating to kind of read how they were they were totally right their strategy was dead on Mm. for the 360 and to see since how matra came in and they had and they just completely went astray and had the wrong strategy for the Xbox One, and and I say all that as reference to see that now it's very clear that Phil has 
a, a good plan, and that yeah. plan is thus far being executed really, really well. So a lot of teraflops. You can't say they won't have enough. If the Titanic could have has added as many lifeboats as teraflops, <laughs> it would have all of been fine. You're just a callback machine, aren't you? Yeah. I love it. That's just, yeah. Um, just does the, the Titanic. Does, oh, <laughs> does, man, that was I'm, I'm really hung up good. on this whole going straight into the iceberg <laughs> would have been better. Thing, but right. we'll get to that later. I'll, see if, I'll see if I can find a uh, reading, uh, reading pamphlet or literature <laughs> on it. Um, does the book actually cover the inception or the sort of the genesis of the Xbox as a product and a brand? Uh, or do they already start with it on the market? Because I'm really, really curious about um, sort of what it's like to hone in and try to muscle your way into an established market. I think it did. I'm just saying okay. now, like my inner, my unfiltered interview yeah. with him is blending <laughs> with the the book because he told. I think I think it covers the okay. actual genesis of the whole thing because he told a story about being, uh, which is in the book about they were out like on sort of a promotional tour leading up to the original Xbox's launch, and they were in New York on 9-11. And they talked about, they had to, like, four or five of them had to rent a car and drive back across country because all the flights the planes, were yeah. And So, yeah, I think it did. That's the story that I'm remembering for, like, pre-Xbox. So I think it does cover all that stuff. I, I think it speaks well, you know, the, the sort of downfall of the transition from the 360 into the one. Um, I think it speaks to... Knowing your audience and knowing, yeah. I, I think Phil and and really the Xbox leadership. Um, I you know it's easy to throw Phil's name around and it's undeniable what he's done for the brand. But there's a lot of people that make a lot of really important decisions um, and have a lot of really powerful insight. And it's not only the people making the decisions, also the people who are making the decisions happen. Yeah, yeah. execute the execution. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it really speaks to knowing your audience and understanding. Like Xbox 360, undeniably had the sort of stranglehold on the market, even though you know Sony is such a powerful brand. And then you get comfortable with that. And I don't know if it was complacency or maybe hubris, but you start looking at it as like, okay, we've got gamers locked down. Right. What else can we do now? And then you get, get TV, 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 right. TV. You saw yeah. the success. Of, you saw the success of the Wii and how it got such like a crazy market. Like yeah. got in. Yeah. Like oh look, my grandma's playing. Captured the, the casual yes. audience. But that was like a very specific thing. And then the idea of like, let's get, yeah, buying into TV and like this general entertainment thing, like that didn't really go anywhere. And like, I've never hooked up, I don't have cable. Who has cable? Uh, yeah. I, I, don't, I, do. I don't think Just it's to watch a, sport, though. Huh? The only thing I watch on TV is live that's, sport. Yeah. yeah that's all yeah. anybody's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I went to Radio Shack and bought a pair, a pair of bunny ears so, so I. I can watch Sunday football. Yep. Yeah. Wow. But I don't think it's any coincidence that yeah. the leadership team from the Xbox One launch era, is gone. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I don't need to name names because I'm not looking to, like, mm. inadvertently shame them, anything like no, that. But I mean, just, th- those people are all not there for, for the, a reason. The direction just mind. wasn't really looking toward to the future in a good way. Like, they're looking at a different kind of future that doesn't really exist, or right. I don't think ever Right toward happen. an iceberg. Like, if you yeah. were to watch the Xbox <laughs> One reveal event again, the TV, TV, TV event... Phil Spencer's the only, the only uh, Microsoft executive you will that's that's still there. Yeah, of mm-hmm. the people that were on that stage that day. Yeah, I I just I don't know if it's so much about the brand and the product or if it's about the audience because I feel like people who play video games are not fickle, but like they they it's a it's a constant. I mean, myself included, it's a constant power increase right they're always looking for the next thing you always have to play to that audience you can't just get complacent with they they buy our consoles we've got them yeah like we have choices and i think the thing too was that you're presenting all this stuff 
to your gaming audience, not necessarily to like the people who don't already care about games because they're probably not watching. So when you're just telling us all these things that mm-hmm. don't That's really excite us about games, and it's like, what are you, what are you doing? I mean, we've gone through this before a billion times on the show. It's it's an old it's old news essentially, but it just impressive looking at where that was to where xbox series x is going and the entire xbox ecosystem i just love the messaging i think they're doing such a killer job rather than holding everything close to the chest and then surprise dumping it all on you in a march event on a tent at at, you know the redmond campus i think it's um it's it's really smart to to give information over time so that people can start to build the idea in their head of what an Xbox is and why they should buy one. Well, you, you, people got to start saving for these things. So. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's go back, a really good point. Already, yeah. Go back to 2013 to your point earlier, Simon, about about uh, Microsoft talking and Sony really mm. not really talking yet. In 2013, uh, Sony got out there first and had their PlayStation 4 event in February, and they they knocked it out of the park. It was a super impressive event where they. They kind of, you know, they did all this stuff. They talked about here's all the excellent gamer-friendly, developer-friendly things mm-hmm. that the PS4 is going to do for you. And right from there, the, you know, Microsoft waiting three months didn't help. But it was just that's people were just thinking about yeah, PlayStation mm-hmm. Four, PlayStation Four. Now, like okay, yeah, there have been a couple wired posts uh, stories about the PS5 and and the you know higher level things it's going to be up to, but. Right now, Microsoft, they, they're on offense. Yeah. This is what we've been, you know, it's, now we're thinking about, mm. okay, wow, 12 teraflops is going to be a super power. Like the, the ball's in Sony's court to try and answer that. And if they don't have a 12 teraflop machine, I'll bet you we won't hear them say how many teraflops it is. Oh, absolutely not. Like you, you downplay, or yeah, you, they're you, play, play, to your, you play to your strengths. Yeah. <laughs> They'll talk about their first party. Line, they're going to talk about. They're going to talk about their games. Yeah, yeah which but they should. We also don't know anything about. It's like zero. We don't. Yeah. Anyway, we know that like <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima is and Last of Us Two are coming. That's that's cool for but PS4. But for PS4. Yeah. Yeah. PS4 that's games. that's actually a really good point. Yeah. So I mean, you, we're going to need to see. I think the only one that we've actually seen confirmed for PS5 is Godfall. Right. Yeah. From right. Game Awards. From yeah, but, which but is multi-platform. But so. stuff like smart right? delivery, like later now, yeah. the pressure okay. is is on Sony from a competitive standpoint. Where <laughs> Microsoft has said, you just buy it on whatever whichever generation Xbox. And it's and you're totally good. We're not gonna we're not gonna make you pay sixty bucks again. I know. I and d- it's and you know you, so you figure Sony will probably do that. It's gonna look real bad for them if they try to charge you twice for a PS5 version. But but again, it's Microsoft has confidently stepped out there and said this is what we're doing. You're especially right about that because how many cross generational game of the year games have we seen move from? last gen to current gen that's just kind of the way things have always been GTA, done last yeah. gta last of us so when halo infinite drops i'm trying to think of like a um, i see i don't know if this does this apply to third party is, is my real question like how many developers are going to Except they I gave mean, them the choice the and the, yeah it's 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 up to them and yeah yeah again i think another just confident thing it's microsoft saying we're doing this for all of our stuff <laughs> and third third parties it's it's on you. Everybody can do it. And so far, I think to their credit too, CD Projekt Red stepped right up that day and were like, mm. 
yeah, we're in. I think the next people who could kind of come forward and talk about this are the games as a service games. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, yes, all of your Apex Legends, mm-hmm. all of your Fortnite stuff Rainbow is going to come Succeed. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all fun. tied to your account anyway. <laughs> so let's make, and it's all in the same yeah. ecosystem, technically the same store. And you've so got hopefully. the weird ones like Overwatch 2, which is kind yeah. of a sequel, but it's the yeah. same core game. <laughs> See, I would, I would be surprised if they didn't. Games as a service, I think that's such an easy adoption for them. To keep people in their yeah, I mean, in their ecosystem, usually it ends up being a store issue. So it's like mm-hmm. you, you couldn't take what you purchase on Xbox over to your PlayStation or to your PC because yeah. they're different mm-hmm. stores. So if they didn't confirm that, that didn't, it'll yeah. probably go with you. There's like the weird in between ones as well, like GTA yeah. Online. Does that just release for like twenty dollars on next gen, or I, did we release GTA Five again? <laughs> if you're smart, I think it's free, right? Yeah, yeah you, I would you, think so yeah. you just you get Red Dead Online because they're not. They're not trying. Or I'm sorry, not Reddit. GTA Online. They're not trying to sell you GTA Online the software. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what they're doing is selling you the yeah. products in the store. Right. So as long as those stores on the server can talk to both consoles, you were totally also, fine. They just yeah. added GTA Five to Game Pass, so that bodes well for <laughs> it, <laughs> for it moving forward yeah. seamlessly. Can you guys at Xbox just X. hit pause for a minute? It's just <laughs> really exciting to be able to move everything forward seamlessly. Yes. Like that's always a worry. It's like, oh man, what am I having to take with me? What do I have to redownload? Why, why do I have to plug this old console back in? So I can finish this up. I mean, that's fine, but I want to like focus on the new thing, right? And now you can just you just shove it all over to the next thing. <laughs> just and you're so shove it. Has oh, anything yeah. been said about like save management? Can you take us like? Oh, save, yeah, can you take your Cyberpunk save from? Uh, this gen well, I, think, next I, think, year? I feel like that's been addressed, mm-hmm. and it will. You know, everything is just in the cloud. Things anyway. are like yeah. forward compatible, sort of thing. I think I think it is game by game, but yeah. um, it it seems like such a small hurdle to overcome in this day and age. When we're talking about cross-play and right. cross-generational saves. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, Microsoft kind of- has already... I think Microsoft absolutely, no matter which cons, if you're a fanboy for whatever side, but I think Microsoft absolutely deserves credit for, uh, for fast-forwarding Sony's cross-play efforts. That if it, not, if it hadn't been for Microsoft mm-hmm. being super aggressive, we still wouldn't have any... Any cross-play PlayStation games right now? Even mm-hmm. Nintendo got in on that before Sony. Yeah, yeah and and Rocket my League, point with yeah. that is to say, with with the smart delivery stuff and the just buying it once, that you know, they're I, whether Sony was planning it or not, they almost feel like they they almost have to. Mm-hmm. They, they can't they can't not do this now, and which which hopefully they will because that'll be good for gamers because nobody wants to pay for. For something twice. It's the beauty of competition. Yes. That's a good point. If you're playing cross-play with your friend on two different consoles, and then one game you're going to have to buy, like you're trying to decide which console you're going to upgrade to, if I have to rebuy this game with my new console, kind of puts a point in the other side, Mm -hmm. right? Just to continue to play the game you're already playing with your friends. However, I could. I suppose you could just continue to play on a on a last gen console. Good. But honestly, Where's the fun of that. Yeah. <laughs> but I. So I think. Yeah. So far, so good. I think the next two the, the two big challenges uh, for for Phil and, and the Microsoft team. One is messaging. Well, actually, let's start with the launch lineup. Got to have some games. That's always been that's that's been the hang up. Despite all the good stuff that Phil and the team have been doing. Games are still a problem. Yeah, the 15 studios, but... What, what are, are they, they doing? doing? Yeah. yeah so like, that's, that's... Halo cannot be the only one. Yeah. No. I mean, Forza Motorsport 8, all but mm-hmm. inevitable. That's going to be amazing, no doubt. That team is incredibly talented, and they've had an extra year, mm-hmm. which, is, which bodes well for an extra good game. But what does the rest of the lineup look like? And number two, I think their other big challenge to our, point, our conversation earlier about the Lockhart, or it's a.k.a. Series yeah. S, 
is messaging that in a way that uh, it still has value, right? Well, that that plays to again, it plays to its strengths. Mm-hmm. Here's why this is a good thing, yeah. rather than 2013, where everything was. Well, it can't do this, and yeah, it yeah. doesn't do that, and it needs to be connected all the time. So it's 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 playing to the strengths of it. And hey, this thing is it's an upgrade over our our best current generation machine. It's lower. It's a it's a more affordable entry price than our competition. It's all digital for you know for the for the modern era. So. Um, how they message that, and hopefully they're going to have to figure out how to message it in a way that, which I guess you just look at PC, but they have to message it in a way that doesn't make it seem like it will be holding anything back, games back yeah. from taking full advantage of Series X. I don't think, yeah, you can't show it like that. you got to flip it and look at it from the other perspective, mm-hmm. which is this is the cheapest way you can play Call of Duty 2020 on a console or, on 20, or 2021 on a next-gen console, right. yeah. So I think, but I think that's that is going to be a big challenge. I mean, I'm obviously they're having. I'm sure they've had days and days worth of meetings about this. Oh yeah, already. whiteboards covered. But in. yeah, like I, I think that's you know that they that is a potential pothole for them to to step in as uh, on what has so far been a super smooth road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. All right, we've just got a few minutes left. Let's talk uh, two other quick things. Hey, it's uh, Tuesday, so EA has canceled another Star Wars game. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Just, now, uh, you're at, fiery today. Uh, I like it. Uh, you know you what? Should, you should come back from being sick more often. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's to do with me. Come back yeah. from yeah. being yeah. bed. Ignite the fire in people. Stay longer, please. <laughs> uh, Kotaku gets the hat tip here. They are reporting. EA canceled another Star Wars game codenamed Viking. Although details regarding Viking's plot and settings are a secret, the report from Kotaku says it was planned to be a spin-off of Battlefront Mm -hmm. with open-world elements. According to Kotaku, EA canceled... uh, Where is that? That's... uh, Oh, sorry. I've copied and pasted the wrong thing. EA still has several Star Wars projects in development, according to the report. A sequel to Jedi Fallen Order at Respawn, as we all presumed, as well as, quote, a smaller, more unusual project at EA Motive out of Montreal... But yeah, uh, it's a bummer to see another cancellation Motive. in the Star Pod, Wars. Pod Racing's back. I, I love the are Pod Racing Are you going to stand I by genuinely, that? You, you think they're making I mean, Pod I was racing? like 10 when I played it. Okay. So I, I <coughs> now this loved, is Pod Racing! <laughs> exactly, I was shouting that every day. Um, <laughs> but I don't genuinely want another Pod Racing game, but I'm not getting another Burnout game anytime soon. So if it's Pod Racing with Crash Mode, mm. then I'm in. You know what? I can't that offer horrifying. you. Have you played Dangerous Driving? I haven't, but I've seen it. It's very good, and yeah. they just announced Dangerous Driving 2. I think it's out go. in the fall. Mm. So that's the original yeah. old Burnout team mm-hmm. that's at a new, they like yeah. formed a new studio. There's also the, what, is it the golf one that's kind of like Crash Mode? Uh, yeah. You get a golf ball. That one, that is was their first game. Dangerous uh, Golf. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, I wasn't a big fan uh, of that, but they've, they've gotten better and better each yeah. game. They did... Um, They've done. I think their Dangerous Driving Two will be their fourth game, maybe. So I'll check yeah, it out. That's the closest we're going to get, I think, okay. to Burnout. But yeah, Viking is no more. It was in development at EA Vancouver, uh, but yeah, no go there. So it's. I just don't get it. I mean, I know game development's hard, and mm. these things cost a ton of money, 
But I just don't understand how you have the Star Wars license for 10 years, mm-hmm. and you've, you've put out... Two Battlefronts, and, Jedi Fallen Order. And, and a mobile game, maybe? A, a I think? slew of mobile games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, t- I, think, I think two at least, because I reviewed one, and it w- I gave it a not great score. Um, and then I think there was another one that was actually much better. But I can't, I can't quite recall. So yeah, you've effectively got five games, six games out. I know it's easy to sit here and sort of armchair yeah, yeah. Monday morning quarterback it, but yeah, I, I just don't understand how you don't go into your ten-year deal yeah. with with Disney mm. and Star Wars and not have a better plan for all right. Well, we want to, you know, we want to do this title with this studio and this year and, and how maybe do you not roadmap. Well, that? here's the thing: is we don't know, like you just said, but maybe they did that, and maybe. At every point, they're like, all right, we have a high concept grand campaign for an awesome game. And Lucas is like, no, you just, you can't. Like, no, no, you can't do that. And again, I'm not putting the blame on Lucas or EA. I have no info on the the situation. Yeah, but there are a lot of moving parts in this stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if Mm -hmm. a lot of it just conceptually couldn't come together it could take 10 years to just nail that feel of a pod racing yeah oh man (laughs) i can't believe i agreed with you before you said pod racing Uh, (laughs) on the plus side there is a new star wars era yeah yeah actually in books and comics the the high republic the high republic yeah you're gonna have to read wookie with a lightsaber that's all you need to know Incorporating that into game somehow i hope so i've never played kotor and i've always wanted to Mm -hmm. but i tried playing it couple of years back and i just it felt very dated to me i think it's accepted that it, it's well, old. it's it's yeah. sort of pseudo turn-based which is not really how yeah. big triple a western rpgs are anymore. rumored remaster is somewhere then i mm. would love that well if that doesn't come to fruition then this fall when you mm-hmm. bring your series x home <laughs> yes you can play the original kotor on go. your series x <laughs> And it will look and play better than ever. There we go. Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's going all the way back. <laughs> oh man! What about the Titanic? Two thousand. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, my God. Back <laughs> look, so, I have no idea if it's true or not. I just read it on the internet, and we all know the internet is. Mm-hmm. So we're going to aim straight for the Titanic and just plow through okay, it. Okay. The idea is that because the our ti- ship's pointy in the front. And it will cut through it like a hot knife through butter. You want to learn some science? Like a star destroyer. <laughs> the idea, yeah. The idea is that since it turned, the gash went along the hull and right. flooded multiple compartments mm-hmm. on the yeah. Titanic, which it was a real it to, tragic event. Really, to, lots of people died. Which caused it to take on more water. Uh. Had it hit it head on, the damage would have been isolated yeah. to the front few compartments. It would have flooded. Everything mm-hmm. would have been fine. Like the the a, a front of the Titanic full of water is not enough to lift it up enough so that it cracks in half. That's the the theory behind it. Again. I read it online, probably at two in the uh, morning. Did you hear about the Titanic sequel <laughs> where Jack comes back? <laughs> Titanic yeah. two? Somebody <laughs> have you seen that? No, I haven't. It's really good. I just searched Titanic two. Okay. Anyway, I, I'll find it online and then Miranda will tweet it. It's really oh, funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Welcome so. to Titanic. Rest in peace to another EA Star Wars game. <laughs> yeah. And finally, this week, March games with gold have been announced. Here's the lineup. For all of March on Xbox One, you've got the full season of Telltale's Batman, The Enemy Within, which is season two. So I played season one, didn't play season two, mm. and I've heard it's very good. I enjoyed it. I reviewed it. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. really good. I had a great time with it. So uh, I, what I really like about the Telltale Batman games is they they flip the traditional mm-hmm. kind of canon on its head yeah. in some, in some in smart and fun ways. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I quite hmm. enjoyed those. So that's that's definitely a recommendation from me. Yeah. Then you have Shantae Half Genie Hero from March 16th to April 15th. My birthday. March 16th? Yeah. All right. Yeah, if you got you got to wait a couple gonna, weeks for that. Going to play Shantae on my birthday. Yes. Nice. Uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow okay. 2 in the front half of the month, March 1st to the 15th. That's a 360 game, but compatible on Xbox One. It was supposed to be really good, too, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, indeed. And same goes for Sonic Generations. Mm. If you're in that Sonic mood after yeah. seeing the film. Celebrating. I, I, has anybody seen the movie in this table? Apparently, it's yeah, really good. saying it's good. <laughs> good. Apparently, it's good. I know someone yeah. who walked out of it, so I don't oh, know. Oh, well. Well, everyone's got an opinion, yeah. yeah. It's true. Uh, anyway, that's March 16th to the 31st. Again, a 360 title, but uh, compatible on Xbox One. So, yes, grab the Batman. Not literally. He's he'll probably punch you. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Grab him. But uh, yeah, foiled again. Uh, he will. He will not like him. Not <laughs> Scooby Doo. I'm just picturing a comic. Grab what, man? <laughs> what is happening today? I don't know. It's too much. We're just too excited. This has been a very busy couple of weeks, and we're all yes. we're all cracking. You know what? It's because it's it's because it's preview season. No, it's because we've been. We've been in like the the doldrums of the, you know we've we've just suffered through the the lean Xbox years. It's true, and now we have things to. I don't think I suffered. To be excited about. <laughs> I complacent I complacently trudged along. We're we we just lived what podcast beyond circa like two thousand six to two thousand ten. Yeah. yeah, like that was. Like we could talk to Greg and Colin about that. I'm sure they could. They, they, they the, the, the lean years, the lean yeah. years for the PS3, the yeah. the 599 US dollars years. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Still had fun. Second job years. Still had fun. Still had fun. Still good half decade. Yeah. Played some good games. <laughs> we should do like a uh, like a What's going, going like a <laughs> like a going away party for the one. A funeral. No, I, I yeah. Let's have a funeral for. This. I specifically yeah. wanted to avoid using the word funeral, but like a celebration of life. Oh, like, yeah, like get it like, in like a swimming pool, put a little miniature iceberg, and then just <laughs> went towards it. It's actually a really good idea. Yeah. I bet I could rig up an Xbox One to float. Yeah, and like remote control it somehow. You can yeah. still use yeah. them. Mm. We are going to use it <laughs> to do a Viking funeral. No, uh, yeah, we should we should uh, do a show where we're like, hey, favorite memories or. We, highlights. Is this a bad idea? With the original, a, the original like VCR Xbox One. <clears throat> uh, yeah, which is like again one of the many things that Phil got rid of, right? Mm-hmm. Nice compact. The VCR. Yeah, the VCR. Phil ushered in the era of the DVD. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we we put it on a on a little you know little platform surrounded by like on a bed of sticks. You're talking about a shrine. That's You're making and a then shrine. We light it on fire. Oh, okay, but yes, yeah, Viking funeral. It's like Game of Thrones. You just style. melt the yeah. iceberg before it hits. It. But you have to use a tiny bow and arrow to launch the arrow That's from. Right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. You know, I, I was thinking. Uh, Can I come back for this? Or yeah, please. Yeah. Over, I was thinking over the weekend, uh, the, like just as as good as things are looking now. Like in all seriousness, the 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 first year of the Xbox 360, year one. Mm-hmm had as many or more great exclusives than the entire Xbox One generation has had. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, I can't crutch the Sunset math. Sunset Overdrive, 
We'll give Titan. We'll put Titanfall one on the list. Yeah, two, two great Gears games, mm-hmm. probably two great Ori games. The second one's about to come out, and it looks fantastic. Uh, I don't know when the embargo was. You, you played it though, so I did. We'll be talking about that very yeah. soon. I think <laughs> it was. I think it was this. No, it's, it hasn't happened yet. It's as tomorrow because the preview hasn't. Come oh my out. God, what day is it? Yeah, um, and yeah. then. Um, I mean, we got, could put Master Chief you got a bun- in there. As you got a bunch of Horizons. Edition. Yeah. For, okay. But like the first, the first year of the 360 was Call of Duty 2 was... Uh, Dead Rising. Dead Rising, Oblivion, Graw. Because uh, again, those were all exclusive for like a year. You had uh, Bioshock, Gears 1. King Kong. Uh, yeah. the, official game of the, the official game of the movie. <laughs> it's fine. It's a fine game. Anyway, the first... Yeah. That, it just... It illustrates... That it has been a lean generation for exclusives, and thank God we have 15 studios to look forward to stuff from now. Yeah, most of those games were not first party. But they were exclusive. But they were exclusive, I mean, yeah. that's the reality. They were, ex- you know... We- so... PS4's had some great third-party exclusives. Xbox One, mm-hmm. not, this yeah, hasn't, hasn't not so much. been a thing. But that's my point, is we're moving onward. Yeah, I, onward I just... Into a, I wonder if that says more about the... Uh, you know, the value of signing a third-party exclusive deal with a you know a console or or a first party in this day and age, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you see less than you did, certainly less than you did last generation. Far fewer right? for sure. Yeah. yeah, just the economics of it. Yeah, I mean, I imagine. All right, uh, we got to start wrapping up here. I uh, will. We'll hold off on the loop <laughs> to unlock block trivia. Mm. So this has been the question for like six weeks straight. <laughs> there for a and I'm while. like, this is your week, Michael. Yeah, this is your week. Uh, Israel Munoz from San Diego, his gamer tag is Prince of God, asks, in what Splinter Cell game? This one, this one's obviously. I, mean, I chose this question. Do you just give it to Cardi? <laughs> in what Splinter Not Cell game snow. is Sam Fisher investigating the news of his daughter's yes, death? Daughter. Splinter yes, Cell daughter. taken. <laughs> Do I get the was options? It, was it double agent? I mean, I Chaos know. Chaos theory, blacklist, or conviction? Do you actually know it? It's conviction, pretty sure. Ruin the game. <laughs> so I was, I was. The awkward. You me, do I the know awkward it? dead air. <laughs> audio listeners. Yes or no question. <laughs> yeah. Audio listeners, the awkward dead air you just experienced <laughs> was all of us staring at Cardi in contempt for well, ruining the question. You think he's right? Uh, yeah, friends? because I, I think it actually is conviction since... Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> what's it? It's fine. I, I was going to guess that just based on the subtitle alone, because yeah. Blacklist, Chaos Theory, and Double Agent are all very work-related. I mean, I could just be completely... <laughs> li- I could be lying. <laughs> uh, conviction really feels like a, a Liam Neeson kind of situation. Yeah. I might have just Maybe come here to... Maybe take your daughter to work today. <laughs> God, that's dark. <laughs> Jesus, I did. Miranda. Yeah, I did say it with conviction. So. You did, uh, yeah. Well, your one appearance has been great, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming. See what I love about Simon. Simon and I have a very dry sense of humor, so I, I'll sit here and like, mm. oh, I'll, I'll, I'll lob like terrible puns at you all day. Just yeah. makes for terrible listening yeah. on an terrible audio podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Miranda, do you want to go with the group here? Yes. <laughs> A wise move, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> well done, son. You should have just thrown it out. You should have just thrown it out. Do you want to shoot yourself in the foot? I'm like, no, yeah. not really. <laughs> All right. Uh, unblock, lo- <laughs> unlock block no, trivia. I- New question. What do I have in my pocket right now? 
Go ahead. Uh, this is this is Destin's fault because he bowed out and asked you to be on. Oh. He could have there been here and I, I wasn't briefed on the rules. I'm so sorry. That's, That's all right. Fine. Yeah, it's all I'm right. I'm getting griefy about it forever. Only Destin <laughs> suffers, <laughs> which yeah. we're fine with. Well, here's, here's thank you. I guess that's the point. Is where are you allocating those points now? Oh yeah, they count. Yeah, they count. In that case. Cardi, you're welcome back anytime. <laughs> anytime. Best. Please come on every show and get every question right. Then. All right. I'll just Skype him for the trivia. Yeah. <laughs> just spoiling it. It'll, it'll only be about nine o'clock at night. No big deal. You're only, you know. Oh, I'm you're, awake. you're awake yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, okay. Let's hit the road here. We got to wrap up. Simon, do you want to uh, tell people where we can follow you and hear Ooh, more about your cool hear more about me? <laughs> I won't do any more of those. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Cardi Simon. It's like Carly Simon, but with a D <laughs> instead of an L. Well played. Did you work that out? Well played. Good Bond song not, for all the leaders. Carly Carly. Simon fans out in the yeah. audience. <laughs> going to touch that. Uh, Brandon. Hey. <laughs> uh, I mean, how do you how do you close this show? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brandon Tyrell. It's just my name. Mm. Well, we're going to slam it right into the iceberg yeah. head on. That's what re- we're going to do. Really do, is a do the research, ship. sheeple. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, honestly, when is this going up? This afternoon? Today. Uh, we got some really, really, really awesome coverage coming up later this week. Uh, tune in Thursday. Ooh. Check out Thursday. Please. You will like it. Is, does it rhyme? Was I, I can't. I, and I'm not. Ori and the Bill <laughs> of the Misps? <laughs> well, first of all, that was terrible. <laughs> Second of all, no, it's not. It's something completely different. Ooh. Um. But oh yeah, also check out Ori uh, footage some or uh, real pre- preview impressions at some time. Man, this, one, this one's a, yeah. just a oh tra- I know train wreck, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which yeah. We, I seriously we seriously can't talk about. So yeah, uh, there is some <laughs> awesome preview coverage coming up this week. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a real journey to get here, but I appreciate you tagging along. Uh, thanks, Miranda. <laughs> I have learned that there is a new Titanic two coming out. A new in 2022. Titanic two. USA. Yeah, the ship. It's a gritty reimagining. Yeah, and a ship. Yeah, it's a ship. Oh yeah, they're we'll the same course. Apparently, that's a terrible plan. <laughs> that's a yeah, bad don't, idea. Uh, I mean, I know we're speaking of hubris. That, uh, yeah. Anyway, so if you look up Titanic two, um, Jack's back. Jack's back. <laughs> You'll be treated to a delightful video, which many people have re-uploaded mm-hmm. since Titanic two has been announced. The, the Titanic two will the hit. Will, will hit yeah. a, a mound of, of norovirus. Oh man! I hope not. Oh, um, anyway, diarrhea I... for all. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What is happening? Anyway, I, I just want to let you guys know that I re- I did a nice Animal Crossing preview for last week, and that's why I was gone, and it was mm. delightful. And it's not anything about Xbox, but mm. it's nice to see little animals. Anyway, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, find me on Twitter at DMC underscore preview. Ryan. Check yeah. out our Doom Eternal coverage wrapping up. And then seriously, go watch that video preview. So yeah. good, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm. And then March is IGN first. Well, we'll see about that. That could be. That could be fun too. Maybe. Uh, gee, I hope you, you thought, have you something. So. Lined up. <laughs> hope so. Yeah, it's getting late. I'm running out of time. All right, for Miranda Sanchez, Brennan Tyrell, and our wonderful guest Simon Cardi. Bam. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Ryan McCaffrey. Oh. This was unlocked uh, two. This was unlocked. 432. Very much unlocked. A lot of episodes. (laughs) Dumpster truck edition. Many episodes. Uh, We will see you all back here next week. Bye. Except for Simon. Let's say bam again. Bam. (laughs) 
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.